financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, this is Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. I'm just grinning really hard here because I'm so excited. Um, so listen, uh, this is a podcast, right? If you're tuning in for the very first time, that is really about biblical principles and practices. Um, these particular biblical principles and practices have helped me to become a generational wealth builder. This is not a how-to podcast, but about becoming, right? How to become a wealth builder how to become someone who is financially free. It's important that you understand that this is a becoming podcast because I think oftentimes people are listening for information and they're thinking that I'm going to give them like the how to's, right? The how to, uh, um, you know, get rid of your debt or save money or um, what steps you need to take to, to, to own a home or build assets or increase your net worth, like all of that other good stuff, right? Um, and that's not really what the Lord called me to do, right? The Lord has called me to teach you how to become a wealth builder, how to become someone who is financially free, which is a lot different than sort of just being able to, um, to just be able to get the how-tos. So actually, um, for the next six weeks, I will be transitioning over um, and I will be kind of closing out my time here on the Becoming the Bank um, podcast. I'm kind of sad as I talk. I was smiling when I first came in because I'm excited about the information, the content that I have for you guys. But I'm a little bit sad about being able to um, or having to close out my time with you guys. There's going to be somebody else that is in this seat that is just as dope. Um, been praying for that, uh, hoping for that, knowing that the Lord will deliver that. And so um, we're not going to focus on all that just yet because I got six more weeks with y'all. And so these next six weeks, what I actually figured that I would do is I would actually share my six wealth building practices that I have personally implemented. So I took my top six. There's several different wealth building like practices, strategies that I've taken on over the years, but like these are my top six. So I wanted to go ahead and share those with you guys over the next six weeks. We're going to focus on um, one this week and then I'm going to like ring out the next five um, and then we'll have to close out our time together. But before that happens, here's some information for you, right? Um, I know that it is important to talk about like a lot of different um, topics. And so I was trying to like narrow down the ones that I felt like were really, really important to wealth building. And I wanted to narrow down the ones that I personally practice. And I know that right off away, like people might think that like, um, let's see, like what, how do we like categorize or how do we, what, what's most important? And I think with wealth building strategies, you can't really say like which one is most important. They're all really, really important because you can't have one without the other. Like we can focus on debt, but then you need to have income, right? And so even if you pay off all your debt, um, you have to have income to do that, which is another wealth building strategy. And even if you, even if you build a lot of like uh, uh, income generating streams, right? You still need to be able to like know how to manage your money, right? And so there's all kinds of wealth building strategies that sort of like integrate. So even though I'm listing out six, they're not in like order of importance. They're not in um, a particular like um, uh, focus point, like of like saying that you need to do these. And if you do these, then you're all good, right? So I'm just mentioning this, the top six for me. That's really important if I get that disclaimer. Here's where I start. Right. And I know I know that there might be a natural feeling to kind of say, oh, right. Like, I know 
where it's important to build wealth at. And, um, and I think people for the most part know that it should start with debt. However, I want to shift your, your strategy around debt to not just be paying down debt, right? Um, or not just paying off debt, but paying it down. I'm sorry. So, so I'm shifting. The wealth building strategy is not paying it off. It's paying it down. Now that's what's really, really most important. So let's get this out the way. First of all, there is always bad debt and there's good debt. Um, again, I'm not starting with the most important, but this is like probably an integral part of wealth building in a, in an awesome wealth building strategy. Here is the difference, right? Between good debt and bad debt, because not all debt is bad debt, right? It really, it has the ability, right? To increase your net worth. So debt that actually in increase your net worth, which I'm not going to get into net worth, right? Like that's something that you guys can easily Google. I don't have time. I only got like 15 minutes with y'all, right? And so I'm going to focus on, right? The important portions, right? Which means that good debt and bad debt are different. And good debt is any debt that increases your net worth, right? So we kind of think that like school loans suck and they do. Don't want to remove that. <laughs> they do suck, right? But they're still good debt. Why? Because they increase the likelihood that you can make more money, which then increases your assets, which then increases your net worth, right? Or, right, if you think about like um, things like buy, buying a house, right, or buying something that you know is going to appreciate. Um, so like not a car, right? A car is considered bad debt. Even if you pay it off, it's considered bad debt, right? Um, it's, so, so it would be things that have like equity in them. So that, of course, then is going to create opportunity for you to be able to have an asset. Um, and then that asset is going to be able to increase your net worth, right? Which makes it good debt. So there's good debt and there's bad debt. I want to start there with that disclaimer. Not all debt is bad debt. That's number one. So do not go looking in to pay off every time everything that you owe to somebody because that's not smart. Okay. Here's the other thing. <clears throat> if we think about like, you know, paying down debt or debt down strategies, one of the things that's really important to think about another disclaimer is to think about cash, which, you know, some people call it liquid, right? Right. It's nice. It's nice to have cash. It feels good. I think it even kind of smells good. Right. But Having cash doesn't help you, right? Because it actually like decreases in its value over time. And I think it's hard for people to think about this, but like sometimes people think about saving a whole lot of money um, and it might create, you know, an opportunity to get a little bit of interest on it, but it's probably not accruing interest as fast as your debt is accruing like um, interest <laughs> in the negative direction, right? And so you might actually have some money that you're trying to save that's maybe getting you like, I don't know, 2% interest, but then like your your debt that you have over here is like, you know, 10% interest. And that's if you got pretty good credit, right? It could be closer to like, you know, 17% interest. And so people sometimes think that it makes sense to save a whole lot of money. And I think actually people like teach this, right? Like if you if you learn about like any sort of like financial, if you take financial planning classes, they'll be like, save three months worth of, you know, your bills. And I'd be like, dude, I am not saving 
saving all of that money that literally is decreasing in value day by day, right? Because of inflation, right? Your your dollar today is not worth the same um, in, in two weeks, in two months, in, in three years, okay? It doesn't, you know, inflate that fast, but it inflates, you know, over a few month period, right? And so you need to make sure that if you're thinking about liquid and cash as liquid and cash are the same thing, think about it and that it is actually holding on to a lot of it is actually hurting you because it's actually depreciating. It's actually losing its value as it goes on. So holding on to a lot of cash doesn't make sense. So what I recommend, I'm telling you my personal strategies, you can listen to other people. They might say three months. I don't save nothing but about $1,000. I keep my credit cards nice and free in case I need to borrow somebody else's money um, because of something that happens, a water heater goes out or whatever. But I do not sit up with a whole lot of cash. So I'm typically investing it in stocks, um, at the least a money market account. But I will not sit up with a lot of cash ever. It's not smart. Um, again, that's an Anissa wealth building strategy. There's going to be a lot of other folks that are going to tell you something different. Okay, here's my three strategies, though, of paying off debt. Okay, these are three things that I've done personally. And again, it's not paying it off, it's paying it down. Okay, and the reason why I say paying it down because I, as a wealth builder, will always be using somebody else's money to build wealth. Right. Again, it creates opportunity for me to be able to take whatever liquid I have and to invest in stocks or something else. Right. It gives opportunity for me to be able to take it and um, invest in more real estate. So I personally will not have a lot of liquid, but I also will not take my liquid and pay down all of my um, debt. Right. Because it's nice to have some debt that you are allowing um, to, uh, to to utilize somebody else's money to be able to purchase things anyway. OK, so thinking about three strategies to debt pay down. OK, first of all, sit down, make a list of all your debts, put them next to the interest rates like in each one. So whether it's a credit card, whether it's a house, like anything, right? You are going to put them next to each other. So you put the actual credit card and then put the interest rate or you put the house or your car, put the interest rate, um, your furniture loan, whatever, and put the interest rate. Once you do all of that, what you're going to do is you're gonna hit first the highest interest rate. Pretty easy. I think what ends up confusing people is people think, oh no, I should pay the lowest one down first. Nah, right? Or they think, oh, this has the smallest payment and then I'll take the rest and pay it over here. Yeah, no, 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 right? I think it's easy to get caught up in like, what's the easiest to pay off? What's the fastest to pay off? It's actually not smart. It seems like it gives immediate gratification because you get rid of it. However, it's actually better to pay a lower interest rated um, item for a longer period of time than it is to pay a higher interest rate item, right? Even for a short period of time. So it's better to attack your highest interest rate. So you start with making that list and you attack the highest interest rate first, no matter how big, right? Or no matter um, um, how quickly or how how low the payment is. It does not matter. You attack that one first. Of course, that means, that means any extra money that you have, any excess um, taxes you get back or, you know, extra bonuses, whatever, or as you are paying things down um, or you're eliminating some of your excess spending that, you know, that we think that we have disposable income. So we drink coffee every day. Um, then in, instead, right, you throw that all towards that highest interest rate payment. 
All right, my number two strategy, consolidation, consolidation, consolidation. I've gotten pretty slick with this, as a matter of fact. Like, so I'm notorious for taking things and putting them together, um, especially if there's a way to move money into like a lower interest rate bracket. Um, sometimes we don't think that that's possible. So I'm going to tell you what you do. You call your credit card company or if you have a bank, right, and you can get a personal loan, then you ask them, hey, what am I eligible for? In all likelihood, if you've been working, right, like on your finances, on your credit, there's probably um, an opportunity to do one of two things, either in, you know, increase, right, your line of credit or increase your um, your limit uh, amount or your um, your maximum amount on your credit card and then move things over. Or there's an option to maybe even have like a line of credit or a personal line and then put everything together under a cheaper interest rate. The objective is, is to be under the cheapest interest rate as possible. Let me tell you, you guys think that these are little things and they're not, right? Interest is constantly accruing on your head and on, on the money that you have borrowed and it's on top of itself, right? Like, so like literally you might be paying a little bit towards your, towards your principal and it doesn't make any sense. Um, and most of that you're paying is really your interest. Like moving those things over, you may not even realize how much money it's saving you, but it's saving you a ton. Okay. Last one. Okay. So that consolidation is my second to second to my last strategy, but this is my, I'm a second to my favorite, but this is my very, 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 <laughs> favorite strategy. It's kind of slick. So what I tend to do is I tend to look for promotionals. Now, some people will tell you that's not good to jump from credit to credit. So I have some credit cards that I keep for a very long time. I don't do this all the time. But if I have accumulated in certain seasons, this is typically what happens. I have to accumulate a lot of debt because if I take a risk, then then the risk comes typically with a lot of um, uh, hmm a lot of need for me to then maybe go into debt to make sure I can um, meet the needs of whatever that risk is. So for example, if I go and I try to scale my business, typically I'll probably have to dig into my line of credit. And then once I dig into my line of credit, right now I have like a lump sum of debt that I need to hurry up and try to get rid of. And in the seasons of that time, I dig into line of credit, which might make other things in my personal life tight. So then I might dig into a credit card, right? Like there might be times that I have to access debt. After that is done, typically consolidation is really great, but then also I will try to find promotional interest-free periods, either through credit cards or through um, lines of credit where I can talk to my bank to be like, hey, will you give me a year of this low interest rate? Or even through like business incubators, right? Like you go into some that are in the community and saying, hey, I have some debt that's relevant to my business. Um, you know, they're only going to do re debt relevant to your business or whatever. But like you would find sort of a time that you can have to pay down your um your interest really quickly or your um, amount really quickly before it hits interest. I'm going to tell you what's the, what's the caveat or the trick to this is that oftentimes some of those promotionals will say they'll have the interest accruing. So if you don't finish paying it off by the 12 months they give you or the 18 months they give you, so you kind of got to grind during that period, then they'll, they'll snatch all that interest that you're supposed to pay back and they'll, they'll lump sum it on there. So there's not all promotions are like that, but you have to be careful about like, okay, am I still accruing interest? Even though you're saying that I don't have to pay it for the first 12 months, am I still accruing it? And if you are, then you need to ensure that you can pay it off within that time period. But sometimes you're not, right? Oftentimes, I think it's about 50-50. Sometimes you're not having to, to accumulate it. And so then it doesn't start until after, 
which means even if you can pay down half your debt, a quarter of it, right? You're, you're still having some time to be able to pay interest-free debt um, before you dig into um, having to pay interest for the remaining amount. Okay, so listen, there are some things um, that are not worth paying off, right? This is important. If I make an extra $40,000 in my business this year and I have an option to pay down my house, um, right? Or I have an option to save it for a rainy day. So, right, paying off my house would be addressing it towards debt, right? Saving it for a ready day would be like letting it decrease, right? Because that would be like what we were talking about earlier, where like your money's not going anywhere and it's sitting. It's kind of like decreasing in value, which is crazy to, to do. Um, or the, the alternative, right, is to invest it. Um, I'm going to look to see what else, right? What makes the most sense of my money? Um, so I think oftentimes too, when we get money, we think let's throw it towards our debt. That's not always smart, right? There needs to be more information. Like what's the interest rate on your house? If you're going to throw it towards your house, right? Um, or where can I put it and maybe save or invest that would accumulate more money than maybe I'm paying on the interest under my house, right? Or maybe there's something I can, else I can invest in. Either way, don't just look at throwing extra money towards debt. I think that that's a mindset that sometimes people kind of take on, right? And because that matters, even if you have debt, and I know it's uncomfortable um, to just have debt, sometimes that's uncomfortable. I love spending other people's money, so it's not really that uncomfortable to me. But I can see how other people think that like it's uncomfortable. But please do not get lump sums of money um, and then just throw it on debt like haphazardly. That's not very smart. Be thoughtful about where you're putting it. Be thoughtful about the interest that you can accrue on it or be thoughtful about the interest that you're paying on the debt that you have. Um, and make sure that you continue to listen for the next five weeks as we give, um, as I give more wealth building strategies. Okay, so we're taking the next six weeks doing wealth building practices that have helped me to become a generational wealth builder. I hope that you heard something today that blessed you that you learn something, or at least like this piques your interest. My hope is that you end up becoming a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You deserve more internet than what you get from just your cell phone. Get free high-speed internet at home, a $29.95 value, when you qualify for Internet Essentials Plus and the Affordable Connectivity Program. Enjoy more streaming, gaming, and video chatting on more devices for free. With unlimited data and a wireless gateway included at no extra cost. No fees, no taxes, and no annual contract. Connect to more of what you love for free with Xfinity and the Affordable Connectivity Program. Click, call, or visit a store to learn more. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding 
is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. It's time we get back into the family business and become bus drivers. Metro Transit is looking for operators. So get on over to their hiring event on Saturday, February 4th from 9 until noon at the new North Loop Garage in Minneapolis on 8th Avenue. You can apply in person and get interviewed on the spot. And here's the best part. You can test drive one of their 40-foot Metro Transit buses. And don't worry, staff members will be on hand to help you navigate that thing. But you got this. And they've got up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus for you if you get hired. Now, all y'all know, we got kinfolk who have been Metro Transit bus drivers. Either your uncle, your cousin, grandpa, somebody. And they always had extra money in their pocket because this job pays well. And they've got good benefits. It's time we get back into the family business and become drivers. So get on over to the Metro Transit bus operator hiring event on Saturday, February 4th from 9 until noon. And apply for one of these positions. You don't need experience and they'll pay for your training. You can't beat that. Just make sure you bring a valid driver's license and bring a friend. The more, the merrier. For more info, just go to metrotransit.org slash drive. 